Thank you guys for tuning in to the Dope Vision Experience Podcast. Your boy, Franny, I'm back for another episode. I want to say thank you to each and every person who tapped that button and gave me the opportunity to share with you my thoughts and my opinion about what's going on with this season of The Shot, man. We're down to the season four, episode 10, the last episode of the season, man. We're going to wrap it up. Man, I hope you guys have been enjoying and digging these week-to-week recaps. Um, the season has come to an end, and it's going to be the last episode for this series, man. I'm going to miss you guys. I'm going to miss talking to you guys about this, this season. Man, I hope they're going to come back with another season. Well, matter of fact, they are coming back with another season. I already seen that they actually renewed for the fifth season. So we're going to get a fifth season of the shot. Man, we, we start to see how things are turning. We're going to have some, some wild and crazy thing that's going to probably pop off in the next season. But until then, man, we're going to go ahead and kick this podcast off like I always each and every week. Grab your lighters, pull up. If you're at the gym, you're in the car, on the train, turn me up. Let's get it. Thank you guys for sticking around to the Dove Experience Podcast, man. I'm going to go ahead and kick this off. As you already know, you know Kev. He actually got this crush on this young girl that he's been, like, digging. They've been playing video games with. And, of course, her brother shot somebody, and he's on the run. And the girlfriend of the brother of her brother doesn't really like her. And so she's out with Kev. She spent the night. And now we come into the next episode, episode 10, and they wake up for the next morning. You know, she's trying to, you know, he's trying to be all nice to her, trying to walk around. She's, like, still being tough, doesn't really want his help. She goes downstairs, kind of try to creep out the house. And, of course, Dre's sitting there like, man, what are you guys doing? What's going on? What are you doing here? And she's like, man, you know, um, I basically don't have nowhere to stay. And so, you know, Drape just being the the, the friend, the, the parent that she is, that she's always loving and looking to care for someone. She's like, man, look, let's take care of the situation. We'll figure it out. And you guys might be glad I caught you and not and not Nina. So we already know how she do it. She, she's nice and calm and collected. So she's going to try to figure out something because she does know about her situation with her brother. So now we can actually see Trig, man. It's a lot going on with Trig. Him and Duda just can't get along, man. Duda almost beat the man half to death in the house. And he trying to, he didn't call the, he called the ambulance to try to save the man life because he doesn't want to be a part of you know being a part of somebody being dead especially with jake's girlfriend and she's gonna be an orphan he doesn't want that so he calls the ambulance they come and get him and the next day he's just kind of like stretched out doesn't know what to do because he knows something gonna go down then he see you and his homeboy coming to career with his hat in hand you know come to apologize to your money for how he treated her and he's trying to say he's sorry but she's so tough and rough she already know she accepted the apology of course but she just you know being giving him a tough time and let him know she ain't take no shit from nobody so we already know we're trying to wrap all these different storylines up. We're trying to see what's going to go on with Tiff and what's going to go on with Emmett. And so we're now trying to see what Tiff's going to do. You know, Emmett's already gave an ultimatum like, hey, I'm moving out, you know, unless we close it up. She doesn't want to do it. You know, she's out here in these streets. She's out here having fun. You know, the good girl gone bad. She got a taste of that, that other life. You know what I'm saying? She got a taste of that life where she can actually go out and have sex with other people and her husband be okay with it. And she didn't got a taste of the good life. Now, she doesn't want to come back home. And she, so she's going to go out there and throw, just throw a little net out there and try to see how Dante going to feel. Like, there's going to be her cut buddy. So she's going to be like, hey, man, what if I just leave Emmett? And he gave her the answer which she was not looking for. She thought he was going to be all open arms. Like, oh, man, yeah, go ahead and leave your husband, man, and come to me. I'll take care of you. But he was the complete opposite. He was like, look, man. Man, that's your husband. I'm just your boyfriend. I'm the nigga that you come to when you upset and your boyfriend not treating you when your husband not treating you right. But I'm not trying to be your husband. I just want to be your nigga. And that wasn't the answer that she was looking for. She thought he was going to be so open on because he'd been over there putting it, putting that pipe on her. She thought she was going to be, you know what I'm saying, getting that box beat up, get her back blowed out. She thought, like, oh, man, this could be my this could be my boo now. But nah, man, Dante, like, nah, bro. We just we just out here cut buddy. You just going to be, I'm just that, I'm just your nigga. That's how we going to kick it. 
So Jake bring Gemma back to the crib because he already know what happened to her pops. He didn't know his pop, her pops almost, you know, died at the crib. And she, he coming to the house looking all sad. And she's at the crib. She wondering what's going on. And all of a sudden she hear in another room the TV talking about, you know, her dad is in critical condition, you know, at the hospital. And she's like, what? What happened? What's going on? And so she's like distraught and, you know, everybody already knows what's going on but her. She's in the dark. You know, Jake knows what's going on. The homie knows what's going on. Everybody knows what's going on but her. And so he, they're trying to play it off because they know, you know, they know the truth about it. They just don't want, they just don't want to let her know. And so she's all, you know, distraught about the situation. She's running to the hospital. Of course, Jake going to take care of him. But, you know, Duda, man, Duda just doesn't care, man. He still think he in them streets. He's still trying to handle things his way. He's trying to beat the man half to death. Because he still got things he want to do. He know that the man knows about his situation, about the, the innocent life he took. He know about all his dirt. And so he's basically trying to take him out. And so he's hoping and praying that he doesn't wake up. But we already know, you know, at some point, you know, anything could change and he can possibly wake up. And so Doodles is hoping and praying that he doesn't because if he does wake up, he's going to tell him what happened. And he already know he's going to tell the police, he's going to tell everybody what happened. And that's going to ruin his political career. So he's hoping that the man dies. That's what his that's what his whole intention was when he was at the house. He was like, man, I'm going to go ahead and kill this nigga and I'm going to be done with it. I don't know which story he was going to tell to try to justify the situation. But he's like trying to go ahead and take him out so he can get everything that he wants done without him being in the way. He basically got everybody food thinking he is, you know, this good guy, but everybody knows how he is and how he was back in the streets. And so now he's able to, you know, fund these different these different um, programs which Tracy is actually running. You know, she has she's the head of the Rock Foundation that basically go out and help save kids and save the neighborhood. And he's he's defunded the police and allocated their money towards her her organization. And so she's feeling really feeling him. She's in love with him. She really is down for him and she wants to kind of continue this relationship with him even though he's married. She knows that he's married and she already know what the situation is, but she's there, you know, getting her, getting her feelings all caught up. But at the same time, he's, you know, funneling money to her organization. So she's going to continue to rock with him until she finds out what's really going on. She knows, she doesn't know who he is really is out in the street, but it's going to come to a head at some point. So Tiff back at the crib with, with Emin, and of course Emin, he's all you know broken up. He's tired of living in life. He's tired of living that open marriage life. He really wants her. He really wants to be with his family. He wants his family to be together. And all of a sudden she comes in, he's like giving her ultimate, like, look, what is gonna be? It's gonna be me or Dante. And she's like, man, now don't give me these problems today. And he's like, look, this is serious, like this is serious business. Like, it's gonna be me or Dante. And she he's like, look, don't even worry about it. You can have Dante. I'm out. And so she already know that Dante doesn't want to be with her like that. She know Dante doesn't want a, a, a monogamous relationship or anything like that. So she's just out here in the streets. She for the streets now, homie. Like, bro, you did what you did. You tried to, you know, you tried to war back with the love and do the love Joan things. And she wasn't feeling it. You know, she he, he got to be he got he got to get back with Keisha, man. That's who his heart with. You know, he's always had a thing for Keisha. He's always been there for her. He need to get back with Keisha, man. We hope I'm hoping that they kind of write that in the script in the next season because, man, they really belong together. Because when we saw in the season one, what they were really kicking and they broke up. She went through her situation and now he got the baby and everything and he married. But this thing just ain't working. And now she's been out in the streets, bro. Ain't no closing. You can't put the toothpaste back in the bottle and back in the tube, bro, because she out there now, bro. She for the streets. So now we cut over. We see Jada. You know, she at the house and Emmett's there. He's trying to clean up and he's really there being there for his mom. And she get the call, of course, from the doctor. And we're waiting, trying to see what's going to go on because we know she's been going through chemo chemotherapy. And we already she already know what's, you know, what's to come. You know, if things are going to get better for her or going to turn for the worse, we just don't know. And I would think that was just a sad way to try to write her off the show like there with, with cancer. I know, you know, that's a reality that we face in the world. We don't have a cure for it. So to just see her write off, written off the season or written off the show like that would have been a terrible way to write off the show 
show up. So, of course, she's on the call and she's giving a sad face and Emmy's trying to wonder what's going on. And, of course, they saved her. You know what I mean? They gave her they gave us this scare and everything's going to be all right with her test. You know, she got the word back. Now she's going to be good to go. She's going to continue to be on the season. And that's a, that's a nice little, I won't say it's a nice scare, but that's a scare that they put on put on us and kind of give it a twist to kind of say she came through on the other side. And they kind of get a good good thing about wrapping it up at the end of the end of the season so that we can see her make it on to the uh, season five of the, of the show. So now Jim is upset. She's trying to figure out. She's like, hey, I know um, that my, my dad got cameras in the house. I'm going to go to the house. We're going to figure out who did this to him. And so Jake and Jake and, and um, his brother is like, man, what are we going to do? You know, she had she, they got us on film. They got him on tape. And of course, you know, and Jake already know what's going on. He saw bro his brother involved and he didn't want to say anything because he know his brother going to get another strike and go, go right back to jail. And he's going to be back on his own, possibly living with Duda, which he doesn't want to do. And so he breaks down and he tells her what happened, man. Like, look, man, I know what happened to your pops, man. You know what I'm saying? My brother was there. I just didn't want to say anything because, you know, they was going to send my probably going to send my brother back to jail. And I didn't want that to happen. And so she's like trying to understand why wouldn't she, why wouldn't he tell her? And so when he tells her that, you know what I mean? That kind of gives her a different perspective on, you know, what he's going through. He doesn't have this pushy, like this cushy life that she has, but she, she's kind of upset at him. There's like, Hey, that's my dad. Like, why don't you say anything about that? So I can see it from both perspectives. Like he's trying to look out for his brother, but at the same time she wants to know, and she wants some justice for what happened to her dad. And he should have told her like what happened in that moment because he, he because he knew what happened because he walked in on it. So Kev was working at the center and he's handing out food and he sees his girlfriend come through in his head because she keeps making it clear that, hey, look, I'm not your girlfriend. I might be your brother. And he was like, what? You know, uh, you might, I might be coming to live with you. You're like, what do you mean? Like, oh, you decided to come live with us? And he's like, he in his head, he, he, he's, he hear girlfriend. My girlfriend staying with me? He's, she's like, so I'm going to have a living girlfriend? He's getting all excited about this. And she's like, ho, ho, you don't even know if I'm going to take the offer. I'm not even, I might not even come stay with y'all. But we already know he's juiced about this situation. If she comes live with him, he got his girlfriend, his buddy. He can play video games with her. You know, he can get down with her. But he already, he, but he already knows that it's not going to work out if she stays there because she sees him as a brother and not more or less like a boyfriend. Hold up, hold up, hold up, man. We're going to take a quick break for our sponsors. This this week's sponsor is going to be Printify. Printify is a fast-growing, transparent, print-on-demand network, instantly connecting merchants to major print providers, allowing them to sell custom print products that are printed, shipped directly to the customer. Use promo code DOPEVISION for 30-day free premium access. Again, use promo code DOPEVISION for 30-day premium access. When you're ready to get started, make sure you click the link in my show notes, and that's going to take you directly to the page. This is your boy, Frank Nitton. Back to the show. Man, shout out to Squarespace. I use them every single day for my website, for my photography. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't promote anything that I wouldn't do myself. Squarespace is trusted by the world's best because it empowers people with creative ideas to succeed. From websites and online stores to marketing tools, analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence. Squarespace is the leader in the website design. Stand out online with a professional website, online store, or portfolio. With Squarespace, you can turn any idea into a reality. Choose from award-winning templates, customize the design to fit your personal styles and professional needs, drag and drop images onto your site, and easily move, add, and delete pages. Easily change font, colors, and page configuration, present your work with professional portfolio designs, display projects in customizable galleries, and password-protected pages to share private works with clients. Get 24-7 help from the Squarespace customer service support team, unlimited hosting, top-of-the-line security, and enterprise-grade infrastructure. Squarespace is the best place to start an e-commerce brand and grow. Whether you're just getting started or already selling products, Squarespace has everything you need to power your store and grow your business. Your customers can manage their cart and check out easily without leaving the store. 
accept payments with Stripe, PayPal, Apple Pay, and Square. Manage local tax rates and shipping costs. Squarespace has marketing tools to help you grow your business and your audience. Drive traffic to your website and measure your success with powerful marketing and analytical tools. Squarespace has integration with all the leading social platforms so you keep customers up to date with the latest from your website and even buy products directly from Instagram. Highlight important announcements like seasonal sales or holiday hours with intuitive banners and promotions. Analyze and optimize with Squarespace analytics. From a single interface, get insight into your visitors and their behavior through visual reports covering statistics like page views, conversions, popular content, and more. Squarespace has transparent and affordable domain purchasing, upfront pricing, no hidden fees. If you're not ready to create a website, don't worry. When you register your domain with Squarespace, Squarespace sets up a beautiful spam-free holding page while you finalize your vision. When you're ready to create your beautiful website to promote your business, don't forget about Squarespace and to support the Doe Vision Experience podcast and my YouTube channel. You'll first need to click my link in the show notes, save 10% off your subscription of your website, and use my promo code PARTNER10 at checkout. Make sure you use the link in my show notes and put that partner 10 in. It's very important. If you're looking to kick off your business and you want to sell merch, if you want to sell t-shirts, hat, cups, or whatever the case may be, and you're not quite sure where to start or how much inventory to, to stash at your house, man, I got a great idea for you. Instead of doing all that, let's try something different. Let's try a print-on-demand company. If you're really down for that, man, check out Printful. It's a print-on-demand company that makes things a lot easier for you. It handles all your shipping, handles all your returns. All you have to do is upload your design, pick out the price that you want, and away you go with your market. Marketing. Again, if you're looking for something that's different, do print on demand instead of having to stash all those t-shirts and all the inventory at your house. If this sounds awesome to you, man, click the link in my show notes, set up the store, and let me know how it goes. Now let's get back to the show. So Jay fresh off of telling Gemma what happened. He back at the crib and his brother and his homie there. And he comes in and he just let him know, you know, I told Gemma what happened. And the homeboy who just got the pin, he's like, man, what the fuck you doing? Why would you do that? You snitch? And so the brother is always calm, cool, and collected. He's like, man, don't worry about it, man. What are you talking about? Just calm down. You know what I'm saying? You shut up. Man, Jake, you know, I'm glad you did that, man, because, you know, it's all about you, man. You're the future. I'm old news. You know, man, if I go to jail, I go to jail. That's my decision. But I want to just make sure you straight. And so he's trying to teach him a lesson like, hey, look, man, no matter what happened, you always tell the truth. It's not about snitching and not about that world. Just more or less just like keeping yourself honest and doing what you're supposed to do. You're still a kid and you still should be able to live your life. And it's something I got involved with, you know, got it, and I got trouble for. That's my that's my business. And that shouldn't have to affect anything that you got going on. And that shouldn't be any weight on your shoulder. So he's doing the big brotherly thing trying to take it off his shoulder but he doesn't know what jim is going to do you know what i mean he doesn't know what the situation holds because due to him a, a part of a, a attempted murder basically you know what i'm saying or aggravated assault however you want to call it even though the man struck him first so we just don't know what's going to happen he's trying to let jake know that hey it's going to be okay and so Duda's still kind of, you know, prancing around the city, acting like nothing happened, even though he knows that this man is, you know, basically in the hospital that could be possibly die or he can recover. Because if he recovers, he already knows what the situation is. He knows he's going to wake up and tell the truth. So he's kicking it with Tracy, you know, trying to get this thing going. She's in love with him. She's she's buying to all of his charm and everything, but she don't know that he possibly got a, a aggravated murder attempt on his hand. And so he t she's trying to be, you know, upfront with him, like, hey, I'm worried it did, did whatever happened, you know, between you and him, did it actually happen? And he's like, no, no, I didn't have nothing to do with it. So he basically shoved it off, pushed her off, let her know that nothing happened, even though he's lying to her because he wants to continue to, you know, smash and beat that box up and stuff like that. So you already know what the deal is when it comes down to when you're trying to get something you want in his situation. He's trying to play the political game. and He's always about these lies and try to, you know, keep her attached to him as, as, as long as possible. 
So now we got Jake, you got Gemma. She come back over to the crib and, you know, she she went through the footage and she knows what happened. You know what I mean? But she never, she didn't look at the footage because she wants to, you know, continue her relationship with Jake. She was feeling, you know, she feel some kind of way that, you know, he didn't tell her. But she feels much better about it that he t he came up front and told her when the things were kind of, you know, between a rock and a hard place. He chose to tell her and that made her feel more better about it in that situation. So, you know, she's there, you know, she got Jake and she got, you know, Trig there. And he's like, look, man, I got the videotape. I got to record because my pops, you know, and basically, you know, records everything in the house. And when he got hit at, the camera's pointing right at it. But, you know, I'm going to give it to you. You know what I mean? I didn't even look at it. And I just you know I just want to make you, make sure you guys know that I, I don't want anything to come from this. Basically, just kind of letting them off the hook, because if she would have looked at it, she knows she probably would have been very you know angry and upset with it. But because he's going to recover, you know she's feeling a lot better about it. But if he had died, who knows how this thing would have went left? Now this recording gives you know give Trig uh, leverage. He gives him leverage over Duda. You know he's always kind of never never really had much leverage over Duda to kind of get out of a situation that he got him in because him and Duda doesn't see eye to eye. He was already trying to you know get G uh, Gemma's dad to kind of help him out to kind of help run things around there because Duda's doing things his way and he's not actually including them and trying to do things for the community. You know what I'm saying? He's more about his agenda and what he's trying to do for Tracy. But, you know, Trig is more about the community and letting the community drive the things. So now he has leverage over Duda to try to get out of his situation that he's been in since he got out of jail. So now, man, you know, he's seen the tape and he's going to take it to Duda. So he got that leverage. He goes, hey, hey look, you know, I want you out of here. Man, I see, I, I got the video of what you did. You know, you basically, you know, killed a guy. You assault him. I know what happened. You know, I, wish, I want you out of here. He's like, man, what am I supposed to go? He's like, man, I don't care. I just want you out of here. He's like, man, I'll get you locked up. So he tried to throw a power trip on him. He's like, nah, but I got you I got you on camera. What you think is going to happen if I leak this to the news? He's like, man, you got to get out of here by the, end, by the end of the night. I want you out of here. So you already know what time it is. Like, you either going to take this on the chin and try to fight it, or you're going to get in them streets and get them moving. You know what I'm saying? He trying to act like a gangster in the political position, but, you know, this gonna, it, it basically backfired on him. So he get ready to leave. And of course, you know, you know, Tracy was already there because she spent the night. So she had just asked him the night before, you know, before they actually before he let her get some of that, get, get that box or whatever, you know, try to see if he did, if he if he actually did what they said he did. And he's like, no, nah, I didn't do it. So she overheard the conversation. So she knows that he lied to her. And now it's it didn't come and shit to hit the fan. Like now his his wife then basically left him. You know, Tracy's basically about to leave him because she was like, look, I need you to get out of here, man. Like, I don't need this to come out because if it come out, it's gonna spill over into what we're doing for my for my organization, what we're doing for these kids. And I don't wanna have to, you know, be wanna have to lose lose this money. Basically, what you, the good you have done is gonna be basically gonna be turned over because all the negative publicity you're gonna get and they're gonna freeze up the money and it's gonna kill all the money that's coming to her organization. So she's basically done with them too. So he has no other choice. But to get out and get on the run now. So they're throwing Jada a party, man. They're trying to, you know, saying congratulations to her and telling how much she loved her for, you know, getting her good news that she's going to actually recover from, you know, the cancer that she had. And so now they actually just partying, having fun, all her loved ones there, all her family members and, you know, everybody who was there caring for her as she was going through her, you know, her troublesome times and just to be able to just breathe a sigh of relief and to actually un understand and believing that she, you know, she's going to come out on the other side of this going forward. So while they're at the party, man, Emmett kind of bumps into Keisha and she brought her a new guy with them, which he basically just let him know that they're, they're in a relationship now. And so, you know, of course, Emmett is basically Keisha, one of Keisha's best friends. He knows all about the situation that she's going through, all the deep, deep, deep secrets that she has. And so he's like, giving, the, giving the homie the hard time, you know what I mean? Let him know, give him a tough time. And she and he knows that he's giving him a tough time because, you know, he's very protective of her now and he's protective of her feelings and her emotions. 
and he wants to know that there's somebody that, that is in her life that he's genuine to her, that he's not going to be there just to try to, you know, break her heart again because she possibly couldn't take it again. So, you know, he's always going to try to play that big brother role, but we know that he has some feelings for her. And you can see that they actually still have that good chemistry going on and just haven't tried to tap back into it because, you know, Keisha knows that he's no good. He's dirty. You know, he's been out in the streets. He's a dog. How he get down. And, you know, he, he's married to Tiff and he has the kids and all that. So she knows all the dirt that he's done because they were together and she knows how he gets down in the streets but you can still see that they have some type of chemistry even though they're not together and so i think that's going to play out in the next season at some point they're going to figure out a way to come back to each other because you know saying you can see that they have this you know this this triangle of love that they can't necessarily get away from they're trying their best to get away from it but it's not going to be there for long you know they're going to find their way back to each other so Dre been giving Nina a hard time since she basically, you know, found out that she cheated on her. And, you know, Nina basically walk around the house. She's all upset. And she's like, you got to, you know, it's going to be, you got to either love me or you got to let me go. And she's like, how you going to give me an ultimatum? And you the one who cheated. You can't do me like that. And so she's been giving her the cold shoulder for some time now. And now that Dre kind of needs something from her and she needs to have opportunity to have the young girl live with her. She has to go back and face that face that uh, emotion that she's been going through and try to figure out how can they work through it. So she pulls it to the side. And she lets her know, hey, look, you know, man, in order for us to kind of work this out, I need something from you. You know, I want to be able to, you know, bring this young lady into our home and help, and help protect her until we find her somewhere to live. And Nina's like, hey, look, we already have enough miles to feed. We got the two of us, the kids plus a baby. How can we do it? She was like, I don't know, but we can figure it out. But and that's 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 the deal. Like we have to be able to, you know, allow her to come in and live with her and then we can try to work on us. And so with Nina so in love with her because she's so um She's so heartbroken about what she did. She's willing to give it a try just so she can get her wife back to her, you know, even though she messed up. So we kind of see that that play out now. We're going to see how that's going to play out, you know, going forward. But Nina's not she's not necessarily out of the doghouse completely, but we know that they're back on the road to recovery because Dre kind of needs her to buy into the situation of bringing a young woman in because she needs help. And all while they're at this party, you know, everything is kind of flipping back and forth. And now we see, you know, uh, Emmett and his, and his wife, Tiff, they kind of go up to the, to the staircase and they're talking. And it's like, hey, look, man, you know, I think we're going to close it up. She's like, hey, I'm with it. And so they want to have this real serious conversation because you already know Tiff out here in these streets. And she knows what Dante, she knows Dante is not going to take her in. So she got to do, she got to crawl back to the husband because she, she can't make it out in the streets without, you know, with, with a kid and be on her own, just kind of trying to sell a weed because the weed business haven't taken off yet. And so she's going to like, Hey, look, she's going to buy her some, buy some time. Hey, look, we can close up the relationship and I choose you. And he's excited. And she was like, look, I don't want you cheating on me no more. He's like, I'm not going to do that no more. She wants to hear the words come out of his mouth and he doesn't want to commit to the words. And so she already know how, how she feeling deep down. So they're trying to say, Hey, I'm never going to cheat again. And he's letting her know that's a scary word. So how do we just, how do about we come to the conclusion that if we try to do our best not to let it happen again. And so they both agree on it. But you know, when you, when she's been out there, she kind of stepped out a little bit. He's gullible because he felt guilty about cheating on her and he wants to get the family back together. And she's been actually had this open marriage and had all this freedom and actually being able to enjoy herself. We already know that it's not going to last because now they've actually experienced someone outside of the relationship you can never really put it back in the bottle like once you let the gene out the bottle it's out they're going to try but we already know it's going to be it's going to actually come to a head at some point because somebody's going to step out the relationship again and it's going to go left 
even though this little agreement that they've decided on right now is gonna uh, is gonna be beneficial for them right now, but going forward, it's not gonna last. We already know what's going what's gonna happen. As they continue to try to wrap up this this season, man, you see a lot of different things happening. You know, we now we see a money and you know Trigg's homeboy. They're walking down the street, and of course, you know somebody tries to you know rough her up in the street, and you know he jumps in to save her, and she's like, man, you don't need nobody to save me. He's like, I know. But he's like, I would have fucked them up for you anyway. And so, man, they, they come to their, their agreement. They now have a new relationship together. And, and he's okay with their situation because they know that she is a man. And people treating her, about, treating her differently out in the streets. But, you know, he has love for her now because that's his homie's wife. You know, that's his homie's old lady. So, you know, if he's okay with it, then I'm okay with it. And so now we see that uh, Lena, she comes to the house and, you know, uh, Kev is all excited. He's excited that she's in the house. He thinks he's going to have a live-in girlfriend, but she's letting everybody know, like, hey, look, I don't even see him like that. You know, he's more like a brother to me. I'm not even really into him like that. But he's like, yeah, whatever. You living in the house, something's going to go down. That's how he's feeling. And then we come back to the end of this rap, trying to wrap this thing up. We've al I've already said that, you know, that Tiff, she for the streets, bro. Like, he's so gullible to get his wife back, but it's not going to last. And as they're laying in the bed, she gets up uh, in the middle of the night. She get up, put makeup on, and she kind of scat out the house. And, of course, who she go see? She go see her mom. She go see Shook. And she already kissed on the guy that kind of trying to put a cookie store, put the cookies in the uh, in the store. I mean, she really finna give him the cookies now. So you know, ain't no going back. We already know what it is. Dude on the run. His wife can't pick him up. Jim and dad survived. So you know, we see a lot of we saw a lot of the things that got wrapped up at the end of you know season four, episode ten. We've come to the conclusion. Things are going to be different. We see that, you know, um, you know, Duda's wife is going to take over the duties of being the mayor while he's gone. I'm pretty sure they're going to come up with some type of ideas on what he is. And they, they got the block party. So the block party is going to, you know, jumping off. Everybody's excited. And that's the ending of the show. I'd like to say thank you to each and every person who tune in week to week to listen to me talk about this show, man. I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Continue to tap in with your boy. You always can reach me on Instagram, you know, email me, however you want to get in contact with me. Please do. I want to see what your thoughts was about this season and any ideas you have possibly coming for next season, how you feel about it. Man, if the show wasn't up to your part, you know, please let me know about that too, man. If you don't want to hear none of this, man, let me know. I want to hear any feedback that you possibly have. But again, I would say, I'd like to say thank you to the people who actually click on the button and give me a chance to talk to you each week, man. This has been a fun ride for me. So, man, like I say always, man, it's collaboration over competition. Always bet on yourself and continue to do great things, man, because greatness is on the way. Don't stop. Keep pushing and keep doing what you do. Until the next time, this your boy Frank Needed from the Sip. I'm out. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to grab some merch, canvas prints for your home or office, or see the full-length video from this episode, please visit dovision.com. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at dovisionsf. Also, send me an email of someone you'd like to hear on the podcast at dovisionsf at gmail.com. Also, please join the Dovision Club at patreon.com forward slash dovision for early access to the content and some of the behind-the-scenes look of some of the episodes that I create. While you're listening, don't forget to hit, hit the subscribe button and comment on the podcast as well as my YouTube channel and turn on those post notifications so that you'll be notified each and every time I drop a new episode. Thanks for listening. And remember, collaboration over competition. Until next time, this your boy Frank Nitty, and I'm out.